I rocked so hard I just peed. And you know what? I accept myself. So let's talk about our experiences. You guys went to Jordan Jesse Go on Friday. Yeah. And Allison was a guest, and we missed it. That's right. I keep thinking that you guys were there with us. Okay, so Friday we go to Jordan Jesse Go. Well, first of all, okay, my flight was delayed. It took me forever to get there. Trice is driving, so he got there to the Airbnb to, like, set up shop, thank God, because I was like, I'm not going to be able to figure any of this out. There were so many rules with the Airbnb that I'm like, I'm going to get get us kicked out before we even get into the place. So then Becky got there, and then we immediately were like, let's go find something to eat. This is a pretty funny story, right, Trice? <laughs> Uh, where are we going? What's going on? <laughs> we went to go get something to eat. Like, I literally oh, yes. got to the Airbnb, peed, and then I'm like, let's go get something to eat. And we were going to meet up with Demian for drinks afterwards. So we asked Demian, hey, hey, where can we go get a drink? He said, there's this bar. Okay, cool. We'll meet you there after we eat. So we went and found something to eat. And then we we're trying to find this bar and we're following Trice's GPS, like going blocks and blocks out of our way. And then we come all the way around and we ended up directly across the street from where we were eating. <laughs> we didn't even see the, the bar was right across the street from us and uh, i i again need to emphasize how stupid this was uh it was directly across the street not like on the opposite corner it was it was <laughs> if you were facing the place that we ate and then turned around you would see the place that we were trying to get to and poor becky like we're she had already walked a bunch and she's like tired so we're like trying to find this place and i even made a comment about the bars like oh that building's cool and literally just kept walking following tries so yeah we ended up back there met up with demian got to meet his wife place was super fucking loud i almost got into a fight trice talked me down <laughs> uh I, you know cooler heads prevailed that's the important part um i need to hear more god okay so we're sitting at a circular table and there's a circular table behind us and there's nobody there yet. We're just sitting there, like, talking and laughing, whatever. So the people come and sit down, and one of the people bumped my chair. And I just didn't think anything of it because it's a crowded bar. It's like, whatever. So then when Demian gets there, I stood up, and my chair hit the person behind me. And I didn't realize it. I was went over to hug him, and I was meeting his wife. And then I turned around, and I could see the two people were kind of, like, looking at their arms and, like, looking at the chair. So I came over, and I, like, got down, like, by them. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. And they didn't say anything. They just turned around. And I was like, or not. So then I sit down and my arm, my arm like accidentally hit the girl again. And she's like, she hit me again. So she's like, they're saying they're talking shit. I'm like, they hit me like three or four times and didn't say anything. And they're like all talking shit about me. And I was like, if, if they start something, I'm going to like, I was really getting a little mad. Good thing you sent your knife in the mail to someone. Otherwise it could have got, you know, could have got real quick. It, I kept on like, I started like holding up fingers to try that how many times they were hitting me and not saying anything and I'm like i accidentally hit them twice and they hit me like eight times but it, i didn't care but they're talking shit on me and i'm like okay then i started getting a little loud and like saying some things and trice is like okay let's yeah um <laughs> i should i should clarify uh she was talking about the things she just said out loud like within earshot like they were maybe two feet away from her because they were bumping <laughs> into each other 
So she was talking about this girl she hated who, were, who was bumping into her. I'm like, this like, fucking Sitting directly <laughs> next to the girl who was bumping into her. And then they ended up moving their whole table away from us. I'm like, really? I literally, after they complained, I didn't move my arms at all. I pinned them to my side. I'm like, I don't want to give them any reason to talk any more shit. And then they moved their whole table. I'm like, really? I think it was because Demian was talking loud. Anyway, so that was that experience. And I think I even said it's a good thing I don't have my knife. I think I'm pretty sure I said something like that. Uh, I, I remember something regrettable being expressed. I don't know that it was specifically that. <laughs> I was in a mood. Anyway, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So then we get to Jordan Jesse go. Didn't have great seats, but it was really fun. And it was a really great show. I think they brought Allison out a little later, so she didn't get to say as much. Like, they already kind of had their vibe going. Did you Did you think that, Trice? Yeah, they needed more Allison. Although, Andy Richter was the other guest. He came on first in, like, the first segment. Um, and I feel like Andy sort of woke up when Allison got out there. Maybe there's this thing that people used to talk about on the Corolla show when whenever he would have, like, a hot female guest, he'd be funnier than he usually was. And I think, mm. I don't know, Richter was maybe a little more active once Allison got out there. But it was it was a pretty good episode all around, but not not enough Allison for my tastes. Yeah. Personally. Not enough Allison, but it was really good. They threw its its someone brought, oh, brought yeah. out like sixty its its out of the Safeway. Oh, by the way, I wanna know if it was the same Safeway that Allison went to that you went to, Trace, and apparently this guy that bought the its its. I think both Allison and It's It's Guy. It's It's are like an ice cream sandwich, by the way. Um, Allison and It's It's Guy went to a different Safeway closer to the theater. I went uh, to one okay. a little ways away. But yeah, so this guy, he bought like just bags and bags of these ice cream sandwiches. And they started hucking them out into the crowd. And it was the greatest thing I've seen in my life. They, it was so fun and so hype for reasons. It's so stupid. It's just people tossing ice cream sandwiches to other people. But it was it was like people catching home runs at a baseball game. It was so fun. Yeah, it's like bringing the hot girl out. All of a sudden, everyone perks up like, ooh, it's it's are getting thrown at the audience. This is awesome. And then Alice, they had a little uh, game, and Allison won the game, and she won a pet calendar that Jordan got from his dry cleaner. It and makes I'm, sense. I'm curious if she has that up anywhere. I meant to ask ooh. her about that. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, uh, I, good episode. Worth the listen if you're a f- well, if you're listening to this, you're probably a fan of Allison or uh, <laughs> really just, weird uh, if you're not. So wandering psychopath, I guess. But um, yeah, uh, go check out that episode, particularly if you're a fan of Jordan Jesse Go, but also of Allison. Oh, and- also they had they had crazy like audience questions, like the oh, yes. Particularly unique people got up and told stories about driving a car, getting drunk and driving a car into a lake or whatever. It was it was uh, it was momentous, as they say. So I don't regularly listen to Jordan Jesse Go, but is that episode out already? Because I haven't seen it. I'm actually not sure. I haven't even checked. I don't think it's out yet either. Okay, just wondering. I subscribe and I have not seen it. I would probably notice all of it is on. Oh yeah. So, so no, so I don't think it's out yet. So don't listen to it yet, but, <laughs> but when it does... Coming. <laughs> I Maybe I should say spoiler alert <laughs> that Allison won that. Well, too late. Can't spoil it afterwards. And then afterwards, we talked with Allison for a little bit. And then she, Jordan came over and said hi for a second and told her there's the opening party. And, and Allison was kind of indecisive about going, but she ended up going. So that was really cool. And then... Rafi and Rachel show up like 
I don't know how many minutes after she left, like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was literally probably a little less than 10 minutes. She just ends up like she walks out the door and then you guys show up. We were in our lift and you guys were like, or Trice, you were texting Raphael and you were like, we, I could stall her. <laughs> Tripper. Locked her in the bathroom. No, no, we'll see her tomorrow. It's fine. Yeah. We were so close. I know. So, so close. But you know what? It was short and sweet. I didn't know what to say to her anyway. I was just like, huh. <laughs> we didn't get any pictures. It was just like, okay, we at least saw her. It was a good appetizer for the weekend. Then Saturday comes around. We, Megan and Becky and I went to Chinatown. And that was, I, I feel like I've, now that I've gone a second time, I'm good. Unless I'm going to go get dim sum or something. But I went to every single shop looking for souvenirs to bring home to my kids and looking for ginseng gum for Rafi. And everyone looked at me like I was insane. They have ginseng in every other fucking thing, by the way. Like tea, it's sitting there like dried, it's in everything. But no, no, no ginseng gum. I had a similar experience in Chinatown because on, on Sunday, I know I'm skipping ahead, but Rachel, uh, Trice, and I went to Chinatown to get dim sum. They just, you know, put it in like a little plastic container, no utensils or anything, I thought. So I wandered into like a store right next to the place where we got it. And I was like, do you guys sell chopsticks? And they looked at me like, no. It was almost like when Jerry <laughs> asked the mailman <laughs> if he knew what the Chinese restaurant was. I felt bad. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know what the fuck you sell in this goddamn tiny little shack. And by the way, don't you, did you find that every single store was like exactly the same? The souvenir shops all had the same exact stuff. Oh, boy. And then each. Oh, no. Even the stores, Lisa. <laughs> even the stores look the same to you. That's fine. Sheesh. And, like, every little market was, like, everyone had bins of, like, indecipherable items in them. Inscrutable, you mean? Yes. Thank you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I was like, okay, I've seen enough, like, dried out fish. Like, I'm all caught up. We can get the hell out of here. But that was kind of like a detour. Number one, I really wanted to go because I wanted to get some stuff for the kids. I always get them some kind of souvenirs for when I'm gone. It makes them a little less weepy when I'm leaving. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be gone for three nights. I'm going to bring you three things or whatever. So the longer I'm gone, the more presents you get. (laughs) Anyway, that was the stopping ground before we went to the Hotel Utah where Greg Heller had his famous... Do you know the whole exact story, Rafi or Trice or Rachel? He was writing for some kind of magazine or publication where he was doing music reviews and he talked or some kind of reviews he talked shit about this place i feel like and then uh he went and tried to say don't you know who i am i'm greg fucking heller and then they're like well we're gonna throw a day in his honor and they like printed up t-shirts that i guess called him a california asshole or something and then i don't know someone (laughs) fill in the blanks there was a, a drink called the california asshole an apocryphal drink made of right. stuff. I think they took the bar mat up and poured it into a cup. And that was the California asshole. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah that's the idea. So we went to this the said establishment to not have a California asshole, but just to sit in the, in the bar where, you know, we had to do something Allison related. So, of course, we had to go there. And this bar was so awesome. It was really old. I don't know. It's at least like a hundred, over a hundred years old, I think, or it was just a hundred years old, something like that. Anyway, it was awesome. The bartender was cool. The music they were playing was awesome. I'm like, 
<laughs> I think I we had a mimosa before we went to Chinatown with all you guys before we kind of went our separate ways. And by the time I got there, I was feeling pretty good. And they were playing Leanne, you'd like this. They were playing Waylon. Then they're playing George Jones. And I'm like yelling. I'm like, am I in heaven? And the guy's like, apparently you like this music. <laughs> anyway, it was really, really fun. And Rafi decided to take a bike around town, which I am shocked that that worked out for you. Tell us about your experience getting the bike after we left you before we went to Chinatown. Yeah. So after our breakfast mimosas, I left for a show at the Castro Theater, Bill Burr being interviewed by Kevin Pollack. And then so I, after like an hour, I got the gist and then I was like, I'm getting out of here because you left uh, this, the show early. <laughs> yeah, because this will come up again later. But I was like okay. sitting there kind of falling asleep, like nodding off. And I was like, I have heard Bill Burr speak many times and I got the good part. Like now they're just winding it down. So I got out of there before the rush. And so I jumped on a bike and I hauled it over to the Hotel Utah and I was these stupid Ford bike share bikes that they have in San Francisco. They have no way of locking them. So like you're just supposed to dock them after a 30 minute ride. So I didn't know that at the time. So I was just like, uh, fuck, what do I do? So Megan comes out like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm trying to figure out how to keep this bike here. And then she's like, well, it's going to get stolen. Come on in. So I just parked it. <laughs> and then as soon as I walked in, the bartender goes, oh, hey, real quick, can I see your ID? And I thought it was like many bars where, you know, they ID you at the door before they even let you in. So I handed my ID and he goes, Henny Loggins. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's me. And he hands me a Hennessy and Coke. Was that the and, awesomest ever? <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that. I'm sorry, but... what? <laughs> okay, Where, so wait. before, we, Rappi was on his way. And Megan's like, oh, we need to get him a drink. She's like, hey, bartender, do you have any of those crappy lime margaritas? Oh. <laughs> so we were trying to figure it out. I'm like, no, Henny and Coke. And and he's like, okay, I'll make that, you know, whatever. And then we see Rafi pull up on his bike. And I I yell to the bartender. I'm like, hey, call him Henny Loggins. <laughs> oh, nice. And then so we're just all sitting there. And there was probably like two other people at the bar. Just It was very quiet. And then he rolls in and he says that. And it was like, he looked at me and he was just like, he kind of nodded before he came in. He's like, I got this. <laughs> so it was really, really funny. <laughs> I thought the bartender was like a listener to this podcast. <laughs> or something. Like, wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> That was really fun. Oh, you know what? And we recorded a little something from the Hotel Utah, so I will put that in right here. We are on location at the Hotel Utah. Talking to the thing? I don't fucking know if Microsoft, Apple is not my, my jam. I don't say jam. Microsoft. <laughs> okay. I don't, this is not mine. Okay, anyway, we're on location at the Hotel Utah. We're the California asshole was originated thanks to Greg Teller. We're here with Becky. Hello. And Super Femic. Hello, my little service dog. How are you? <laughs> Hello, my little belching beaver peanut butter milk south. <laughs> uh, we're enjoying some food and drinks and uh, the ambiance of the fucking best music on earth in a really radical place. So, uh, yeah, wish you were here. This is pre-Allison, by the way, where we have, this is a three-hour and 54-minute countdown. Did I say three? I meant two, I meant one hour. I meant one hour and 30, I've had mimosas. I can't do math, but we're close to the show. This is before the show starts. Becky, Lisa, and I are hanging. Rachel is with Trice at a Paul F. Tompkins podcast. Raphael is riding a bike. Uh, 
He might have a BUI. Um, Demi and Bale, fucking asshole, am I right? But, but yeah, Demi and, here's to the California asshole, Demi and Cordova. I'm kidding, Demi and. Anyways, just checking in, keeping you updated. Peace out, home skillet. And as you can tell, we were having fun. <laughs> Lots of fun. Do you have anything else to talk about for Saturday? I, I, yeah, I do, if you guys don't. Oh, yeah. I forgot okay. what we even did after that anyway. <laughs> so right after Hotel Utah, we had to head over to Allison's show. For, Allison's show. For her show. And so I jumped back on my bike and I hauled ass over there. So I got there like sweaty and tired and shit. What happened again? I think that's when I, like, right outside, I saw Megan first, and then I think I met Suzanne right then, and I was like, oh, I'm really sweaty, because I just rode a bike, and then she didn't care, she wanted a hug, so I hugged her, and she's super nice, and then Megan was still trying to interview people in line, (laughs) and when I got there, she goes, he designed this shirt, the shirt that I was wearing, that I, of course, designed, and one person was just like, oh... And then I was like, I was like, Megan, people don't give a shit. Like, they don't know who I am. They don't care about the shirt. That you're, this is like futile. What's the point? And then so she kind of gave up after that. And she told me that she had been interviewing people online and got pretty much the same response from everyone. And I think you have the audio, which you can insert here. We're live here at San Francisco Sketch Fest. I'm recording with Rachel Phillips. You disclose your last name. We'll bleep it out. Rachel. We'll report later. Okay, bye. Huh? You just got here. Are you here to see Allison's podcast? This is for the fan cast. Do you want to be on the fan cast? You could be on the fan cast. No. Do you want to be on the fan cast for Allison's show? Do you want to be on it? I'm okay. Are you, you're okay without it, but would you be better with it? I have no idea what it is. So the fan cast? Yeah, no. You don't know about the fan cast? Lisa Laurie? Okay. Yeah. That makes me sad. Do you guys want to be on the fan cast for Allison's show? BFF fan cast? I would do it, but I don't know what it is. It's the fan cast by Allison Rosenstam. Um, Lisa Laurie, Jamos and Bobos. Super fan Megan, Nada. (laughs) Fan cast. Anybody want to be on the fan cast? Nobody wants to be on it. (laughs) Are you Allison fans? Okay. Fair enough. I hope you do. Do you guys want to be on the fan cast for Allison Rosen's show? What is that? I'm a fan. (laughs) Super fan Megan, Lisa Laurie, ultra fan uh, Rossi. Okay. I'm recording a fan cast. For it. And what I does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, the fancast, the podcast about the show. Oh, I, I never listened to Yeah, that. I'm just trying to talk to people in line. Oh, yeah, but the, the fans moving swiftly, so it's yeah, where the is. line is. So if you're I'm like, super excited to see you. Yeah. Oh, I hope you love it. Good. Spreading the word. Spreading the word. Did you want to? Oh, you're doing stuff. Did you want to be on the fancast, the Ellis Rosen fancast? Sure. Awesome. I'm super fan Megan. Oh, yeah. Lisa Laurie and Raphael, LG friend Raphael. Have you heard the fan cast before? I'm sure you have. <laughs> so many people don't don't tune into the podcast about the podcast. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I like your glasses. 
Thank you. Your both hair. What, these? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. To the T. So, like, a 2030 or a 120? Uh, 450 by 2000. So nice. You can see for clearly. Yeah. I need them. There's the Ultra Fan. He made the Legacy shirt. Oh, these are hardcore. We're super hardcore. So many people know about the fan cast. Oh, do they? I <laughs> they do not. We need to make cards. I know. Everyone I've asked, they're like, what is it? What is that? Yeah. Nobody knows. But that's good. Hey. I'm very sorry for running a Suzanne, will you please say hi to the fan cast audience? Hi. I've asked everyone in line, and they're like, what's the fan cast? <laughs> We're not spreading the gospel. Uh, yeah, nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's been really embarrassing. <laughs> How long has this been going on for? Three and a half minutes of like, do, do you know about the fan cast? No, like, cool. no. What is that? You gotta say, I am super fan I'm gonna. That's where we are. It's pre-show. A R I Y N B F. We all have our oversized glasses. It's happening. Uh, I'm also here. Trace is also here. We're waiting for the queen to come out and do her dance. No. We need to have a camera ready for the dance itself. I have one ready. Okay. So we're just being fans. This place is filling up, which makes me very happy. I was trying to do interviews in line, which maybe you'll include. I'll send you the file. I don't know who's editing this week's episode. But it was, I, I kept caught up with Ralphie at the end of it, and I, I stopped the recording when he came along. It was three and a half minutes long. So that would have been three and a half minutes of me being like, did you want to record something for the fan cast? And, and three and a half minutes straight of people going, what's that? And no thank you. <laughs> so here's the thing. As you know with the fan cast, nobody knows what the fuck it is. So that's actually perfect. I would love it in there. Okay. So, for the record, it means nothing. However, for, for the... I nicknamed it Bottom, bottom Feeder's Fantastic. So, for the... For my own pleasure, I need to share that with marketing in mind, Allison Rosen should have been in the title, only because when people look up on iTunes, if they were like, oh, let's see what else Allison Rosen was on, they would have found the fan cast. But I think even if they search Allison Rosen, our podcast does not come up. So we could... Either way, marketing is poor, but to no fault of our own. And I, I, see, I like that no one knows us. <laughs> because we can just blend in like normal people. <laughs> we can just blend in like normal people. Isn't it great to be a It's like we're Clark Kent, but we're we're Clark Kent, but we're fucking Superman, y'all. And we're wearing glasses. Nobody fucking knows who we are. Zero people care. Not everyone here is for Allison because they were confused about the oversized glasses. I got lipstick on your phone. I got lipstick on your phone. <laughs> That's true. That irritates me. When I found people who were Matt Nathanson fans and they're asking what the logo is, I mean, I mean. Now I feel like the talk on CBS. Like, did you hear the gossip? I'm in between my, my grandma and my aunt and they're talking about something and I'm like, I could move to the left or something. I don't need to be in the middle. And they're like, no, we're actually going to make you say it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, to to Lisa's point, well, I couldn't. So, yes. So, she, yesterday she was talking about how 
she was thinking about how the fan cast should be called Bottom Feeder Fan Cast as a joke because she felt like she was writing Allison's coattails too much, being a fan podcast, which doesn't make sense. But she was having a moment of local esteem, it's funny. But if you put Alice Rosen in the name of the show, that would be like even more like capitalizing off of literally off of her name. Not, not capitalizing. Not true. Not true. I understand the. Well, sense. not capitalizing. You're when people are searching for this. For instance, if I, a new fan who is obsessed with Alice and Rosen and everything Alice and Rosen, could find a fan cast, I would want to do that. So it's not for us. It's for the people. So staying small. And people like us. Staying small and unknown is not a bottom feeder. If we got successful, that's a bottom feeder. Uh, Off of her Okay. Well, it's, it's not what it's about. You're both right, and you're both wrong. Well, you're the ho- you're the host, so you feel like like oh, ass backwards into being the host. I was it just fell in my lap, and I just had to take it, and just started sucking your cock. <laughs> And I just wrote it out, baby. <laughs> no, I think that if I were to search for Allison Rosen, I'm a new fan. Pretend. Okay. You're a new fan. You just found Allison Rosen. And you're like, oh, what else is Allison Rosen on? Pretend you're Rafi just finding it four years after the super fan came to be. And you're like, oh, no, I'm I'm, I'm the ultra fan. I'm me. Let me. Let me. And then, and then pretend ultra fan Rafi at that time found the fan cast. He would be thrilled. Or, or, in my experience, there are thrillers and then there are chillers. Because then there are people that are like, eh. And it's not for them. So they are like a bunch of pieces of shit. And they're too. And I don't know. <laughs> uh, people that deny my ears and I give them. The voices in the back of her head say that. She clarifies when you say someone denied her ear. Because that sounds, that sounds so insane out of context. I don't know what that means. Sounds like something like a Shakespeare character would say. This is your podcast. Tell us now. Somebody denied my ear that I gave them at the podcast. But ear, stop. <laughs> oh, I can, ed- I can edit this anyways. It's, um... Oh. And I will edit that. <laughs> you denied the ear. Correct. So I feel like if you deny the ear, you deny me, and you deny the fantastic. You're applying a story where a story is not. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do every week. <laughs> but back to the point of the thing you guys were talking about. Um, so there's a, a podcast about Denzel Washington movies, and it's called Denzel Washington is the Greatest Actor of All Time, period. Um, so even the name of that podcast, as a fan podcast, is promoting the person they're a fan of. Yeah. So if you're going to put Allison Rosen's name in your fan cast, it should be, you know, Allison Rosen is great or something like okay, that. Okay, so originally, before it was the Jamo Patrol, it was going to be called a- Allison Rosen after the A-R-I-Y-M-B-F after dark. Yeah. She requested it not be because it'd be Allison because it would be confusing to people that it's not affiliated with her. She didn't want it to get confused because it's a piece of shit. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. This is a great show. I love it. I love yeah. all of you. If you define it as a fan cast, that's one thing. That's why I had to change it to the best friend's fan cast because I felt like that was more literal. Yeah, I think she was disheartened after that. She came inside and she's like, I'm I'm done. Like I how many people, you know, obviously there are a lot of Matt Nathanson fan, fans here. I think that's when we first started realizing that that was the case. So also the way they had the line set up 
everyone was in line. We got there early, so we were, of course, like, first in line. And they, the person came in and said, will you wrap it around this certain way? So they wrapped it around. So then what is the other person, because apparently they don't talk to each other, that is letting people in, starts letting people in totally different. So it cuts the line completely. So then that was already frustrating because we're trying to all sit together. So now all these people are cutting in front of us. So it was just like a crowd. We get in, we're all trying to get in line. And then we just get, we got cut in on again and people are in our row. I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> that was interesting. And then <laughs> I think I already talked about this on another episode, but then I was like, was going to be rude to someone in front of us right trice uh which time are you talking about oh. where you're going to be rude to someone well i brought big glasses for everybody uh, so we all had them oh yes there was a, a lady standing up right in front of my seat and she was just kind of maybe looking for someone or something and she turns around and looks at me she's like so what's with the glasses like wh- why why don't i have all the glasses and my first reaction was to be like this fucking show that you're at <laughs> and i'm like well dial it back because we're at jordan jesse go we don't know all of their bits we're going to Schmanners. We're not big fans. Like, I need to realize that not everyone's an Allison person. I was just starting to get a little bit protective, I think, and just like a little bit uh, about everybody. But I changed it to, oh, you know, it's her thing, the show that here that we're at, going to watch. <laughs> but um, she's like, oh, okay, cool. And she was like, really nice. I'm like, okay, I'm glad I wasn't mean. Yeah. The, the lady <laughs> sitting next to her, I we ended up doing the wave during the show. Um, you can, you can, you can't really hear it, but you, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's in the episode, the Monday episode. I accidentally hit the lady in front of me in the back of the head <laughs> when I was sitting down, which is the lady right next to the lady you're talking about. So uh, shout outs to you, lady, uh, for being a champ. I apologize. <laughs> Both of you are champs. You, you made it through our uh, gauntlet. Allison starts the show. I have a couple of comments. I love that she did the dances. I know we already talked about that. I love the jacket. I love that Colonel Jeff used the live audience noises instead of adding it in later because I thought that sounded so much better. I really didn't like that at PodFest. How it was all canned laughter. I was like, no, we were all there. It's, it, it was real. And I know, Rafi, you want us to spearhead this finding the person who yelled just you to Allison when she was asking, what other shows are you here to see? Yeah, that person and someone in the crowd was wearing my shirt. And as I walked in, I said, nice shirt. And he just kind of nodded like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you know, think... You want me to sign that? <laughs> I should have done something like that. But uh, apparently Rachel's saying there was two people wearing the shirt. I, I don't think I saw the other person. You know, another thing that I really feel bad about is the people behind us. It was a couple of men. And they were very into Allison. Yeah. So I feel like fucking fan because those people were super into it and we should have made friends with them. Mm-hmm. Gosh, oh, no, we, we really I miss have, a chance. I have one of their tickets. I know one of their names. I Do was you? Gonna, I, I have, I'm holding on to it. Okay. We're going to find out who these people are. I, I feel like we missed a lot of, well, we went into it with the idea of like, let's pod the line. Let's get to know everybody. Let's meet new people. And then it was like, shut down, shut down, shut down. So it was kind of like, okay, you don't know who is on your side here. <laughs> There was a ticket, there was like a piece of paper on the floor, and it turned out to be an Allison Rosen ticket. And Raphael looked at it, and he's like, Rachel, you dropped your ticket. He probably said something like, really, Rachel? So I picked it up. When we got back to the Airbnb later, I like looked at it, and I was like, oh, this is a ticket. But it's not my name. I think it's the guy behind me. And I happen to know that they were they were cheering very loudly for Allison. 
So I think it's another Allison fan, and I think it's the people behind me. Okay, and I know we're, we're on the case. Then we got to figure that out. I know during right before the show, I think I turned to Trace. And I'm like, it needs to be like a wedding where like Allison fans are on one side and everybody else is on the other side, so we know where our people are. Yeah, yes, I, I don't. <laughs> maybe there were a lot of Matt Nathanson fans there, which surprised me because I didn't know that many of his fans were going to be coming out. I thought maybe Janine Garofalo would have a bunch of fans there just because okay. she's more known. But also some Allison people. Yeah, so it was uh, it was interesting. Um, aside from the ladies who maybe broke us up but wouldn't let us sit together, um, uh-huh. everyone was very nice, even if some people seemed a little, I don't know. There was some panties weren't literally thrown at the stage, but there was, like, some people uh-huh. who were very excited to see Matt Nathanson there and were, you know, they, they brought a good energy to the show, I'll say that. It was actually, for as good as it might sound on the podcast, it was it was better to be there in person just because the mics didn't pick up how, how good the audience really was. So despite the fact that not everyone everyone there was purely an Allison person, it was it was a very good crowd and it was a very good show. It was. Except for those people that cut us off. Okay. <laughs> they were the ones that didn't clap for Allison, by the way. Those are the people. They're the same panty dropping ones too. <laughs> All right, I'll stop talking negative. So Allison thinks she has tan teeth. I feel like whenever I look at Allison, she has the brightest, whitest teeth. And I always wonder how the fuck she gets them so white. And I guess she uses teeth whitening. And she talked about bonding, which I have. And I had the same dilemma of like, well, why don't you make them brighter and bleach the rest of my teeth? Instead, they just matched my other teeth. So I was like, no, I can't even change it. So you're stuck. So Allison, I, I, I feel your pain. Did you guys think, like when I saw Allison, I felt like she looked except- exceptionally beautiful that day on saturday agreed like she was just shiny <laughs> she was bright and shiny <laughs> Shut up. i mean is that a compliment she um, was bright and shiny and reflecting the light how about that uh, she was, she was just... literally sparkling because of her jacket well, that um, is true too. I, she always looks i don't want to like perv out on the podcast or night but she's a nice looking like... lady always and you know i mean yeah i don't know I'm gonna I go. just felt like she was brighter and like, you know, at PodFest, I felt like she was, she kind of looked like she's been up with baby, you know? And I think oh, she I... looked more refreshed. She just looked, I don't know. She just looked like she was um, even more pretty than the last few times I've seen her. Oh. And you're right. She's, of course, she's always pretty. She's had some level higher. But we do need to figure out something about her genes. Okay. Next. Uh, oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> was this a conversation that was already going on that I missed. Uh, Rafa, we talked about this, didn't we? Um, I don't think. With Brittany so. and the bootcut jeans. I have many opinions on fashion, and I will keep them to myself right okay. now. Then let's talk about Guy Fieri. All right, so she brought Janine Garofalo on, and she talked about Guy Fieri, which this also came up, I think, on an original Thursday gang show. But his real last name is Fairy, and... The fact that he changed it and then he had to add the Fieri. Like, everything about him disgusts me. And Janine was so right about all his stupid fucking sayings. The one he says the most is, it's not my first rodeo. And I want to strangle his white sunglasses wearing stupid hair, jewelry on every... Okay, anyway, any thoughts? He's also the guy from Smash Mouth, right? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, I don't... Yeah, pretty much. Oh, they all look the same to you, huh? Uh, yeah. I, I don't watch any of the like the Food Network shows or anything like that, um, so I can't really I can't really join in making fun of them that much. But you can't uh, fucking know what he looks like. That's exactly. I'm, I'm about. To, that's the only thing I know. I okay. only know him by like <laughs> funny pictures of him being him, living his best life, probably. 
Um, uh, so that's about all I can contribute. little douche fieries. <laughs> he, he looks douchey. That's about all I got. You look okay. up douche in the dictionary. It has his picture. I also am not a Guy Fieri fan, but I did watch him on my favorite YouTube show, Hot Ones, and he was surprisingly not as hateable as I thought he would be. But that said, I don't want to go to his restaurant. I don't want to watch his show. I don't want to eat anything he makes. And I don't want to hear him describe food. I don't want to look at him. But (laughs) he seems like a regular guy who just has a lot of exposure and he's kind of easy to hate. True. I have to say, I like all of his shows. I will watch all of them. But I look at him, I'm like, I cannot like you a person in real life if i saw him i'd be and it wasn't him it was just someone that looked like that i'd be like gross no uh-uh like who are you trying to be and this you think is cool Ugh. and people tell him he's cool that's the problem i would think he's like doing it on purpose like if i met him if i just walked up to someone and he was in like full guy fieri slash fieri um mode and it was like just uh just t- t- turned up to 10 i'd be like this is some sort of performance art or you've come out of the closet and you want to go like super hard with your identity or something like there. He's not a normal looking person. Like that sounds super judgmental. It, it, something seems performative about the way he looks, which makes sense on TV. But if, if you just walked up to if you went into work tomorrow and Guy Fieri was standing next to you on the elevator, you'd be like, oh, this is weird. This is a thing. It's a look that I've seen often, and it's very... In, uh, like, 1996, though. Like, not... Well, true. To 2002. Or or still in Riverside or South Orange County, like, South. If you go down further, it's like, did you guys not get the memo? This shit's horrible. Anyway, okay. By the way, don't mean to imply that gay people look like Guy Fieri. Gay people? You said that? Or did I? No, no, no. This one is on me. You know... Because I said, come out of the closet or whatever. Gay, gay men oh, are known God, for having better taste. that one just flew right off over my head. Because I'm just not judgmental like that. I don't know. As someone who's, who spent a little time in the Castro district, I can tell you, gay people do not look like Guy Fieri. Very true. Although he might I, be a bear. I saw two biker men walking Water. down the street holding hands, and I was not disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple, another gay couple, two dudes walking around holding hands, and I was like, Good for you guys because you're, like, regular and unattractive. Like, if they were bikers yes. or something, oh, that's, you're, like, you know, you have a look, you're in a scene or whatever, you're going out. But, like, it's kind of two schlubby dudes holding hands. So it's like, you know what? Good for you. Every lid I has a pot. I feel the same way where I'm, like, not, I don't know. It's it's weird that it's even standing out to us is what I mean. You know what I mean? It's just, like. Yeah. Yeah, I get sure. You. I so, speak your hate language. I know what you're saying. <laughs> the person who left during Allison's show. I remember we were, I think I said something like, oh, I think she has diarrhea. <laughs> because why else would you leave? But I feel bad for her because she's kind of in the front front row and then she had to get up and walk out and get called out on a podcast. Yeah, I don't think it's wise to point out everyone that gets up because often, like, for all we know, her dad's in the hospital or this person right. or whoever and they just got a text message and they or they got a call or you just have to pee or you got your period, or you need to pump because you have a child. (laughs) Like, there are many, many things that could be taking you away from the show, and to draw attention to that one person seems kind of messed up to me. So I felt bad for that person that they were brought to be the... They were made to be a focal point. That's very sensitive of you, you, and I feel 
I think the same way. I, it's like just let it be because obviously she's not leave. She's not taking her friends with her. That's there's a reason why she had to get up and leave. That had to happen, obviously. So yeah, it could have been bad. And this is a, a a thing that went that also happened at the Bumbershoot show. Someone got up and left, never came back, and. Allison notices and mentions it on the podcast, which I don't think that's wise to do, but it's kind of funny in the moment to the right. people that are, but if you're listening at home, you're like, I did not know that happened and I didn't need to know really. Right. And I think Allison's, it's like a self-deprecating thing. Like, oh, somebody's leaving my show. Uh, but you're right. To call it out, it really could backfire on you. It's not like this lady's like, oh, all this Guy Fieri hate, I'm out. <laughs> you know? Like, obviously, there was a reason because the show had just started. Yeah, that's one thing. If it's like, you know, you're at the Laugh Factory and Michael Richards is doing his tight five and you get up and walk out, that's one thing. But if it's just a regular old show and you just need to leave for whatever reason, they shouldn't mention that. No. So Janine Garofalo mentions that, and we talked about this a little bit, and I wanted you to go deeper into your thoughts, Rafi, because I think you had some comments about this, but that her parents loved her so- too much. And that she was a quitter because of it, because they never made her finish anything. And she just, they just loved her so much. And I was wondering what your thoughts were about that. I don't remember talking about this with anyone, but also Megan was texting me about it. She thought it was funny that I was like, probably thinking must be nice, you know, to have your parents love you or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any thoughts about that. It's nice that her parents liked her. It's not the usual thing we hear about with comedians usually or performers, but that's pretty yeah, much it's all. Weird. It's like the complete opposite of every comedian ever. Not to be cynical, but that <laughs> bitch is a liar. No. Um, <laughs> the, I, See, that's what I thought Raphael said. Maybe you said it to me. That right? was probably I we, me. I thought we um, talked about it here, and I thought Rafi said that I, he called bullshit, but maybe it was you. Whenever someone talks about how perfect their family life was or how they were raised, it's red flag. Like, no one sucks because their parents loved them too much. Um, no, that's that's not a thing. I don't think people can like maybe not be there for their kids or overpraise them or whatever. But the the idea that oh you know my dad loved me too much that's why I you know whatever that's uh, no no that's probably not it. And uh, what I said that weekend was that perfect is worse than good. So if someone talks about how perfect their family is. That's terrible. That means they have to appear perfect to mm. the outside world or something. That's that's not a good sign, I don't think. That's how my family is. They want to look perfect on the outside and not actually be it. So that's why I was like, I'm out. I can't fit into this Gap commercial. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if her family was so perfect, she would probably want to hang out with them more. But she really seems to distance herself from any anybody's family. I was, again, slightly cynical, but in a better way this time. I was surprised how much I liked Janine Garofalo. Like, I haven't, like, heard any of her stuff or, or seen her really since, like, the 90s. I'm like, I expect her to be, like, a little more like, oh, look at me, I'm edgy or whatever. But she was, like, really nice and funny. I agree. I totally misjudged her. I came into it thinking one thing, and I was completely wrong. And she was really fun. And I talked about this last night with Demian and Stacy and Suzanne, but I would love to see her on a Monday episode again or joining the Thursday group maybe. Although when she said she didn't like, uh, what did she say? She didn't like swearing. She thinks it's something or. Uh, she didn't want to talk about pooping. That was the one thing. Cause right. Vulgar. Vulgar. Yes. Thank you. She doesn't like vulgarity. It's, it's not necessary. I'm like, yeah, boy, he might be on the wrong show for that. Yeah, overall, I thought she was super likable and, like, down to earth. I'm still not happy that the Sketchfest people, like, 
hurried her away, like rushed her out the back. I was hoping to confront her and confront uh, her, like, just, <laughs> not confront her, but to just, you know, what's the word I'm thinking of? I can't think straight. I just want to harass her and ask her about her time mm. on that. Molest, point. I think. What is the sure. Um, molest her and <laughs> ask her about yeah. to be on one episode of Seinfeld many, many years ago. And it's a great episode, too. Not that they're not all great, but that was a really, that's a standout episode. Well, I asked Allison at the end, I was like, uh, any chance Janine's still around? And she's like, oh, they hurried her out. Yeah, that's Allison defending Janine. Could be. She wanted to leave. Maybe. She's not into meeting the fans. So now... I, I say that liking Janine. I'm that type of individual. I would just be like... Cover for me. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. So now I feel bad. Like, like Wayne Gretzky said, you know, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I should have asked my question when no one had their hand up and she mm. asked for questions for Janine or Matt or whatever. And then instead we get some stupid fucking question about uh, Allison leaving Corolla and how, if that's Seriously? the best that ever happened to her. It's like, we talked about this for the last five years now. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're not like elitists or anything. We're not, you know, clickish. But no, I think my interpretation of that, at least, was that this is something they knew Allison already thought that, and they wanted to hear her actually say it. And it was, if anything, it was nice to have her talk about it in front of a group of people who maybe aren't regular listeners of her show, who have no idea what she's talking about. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, if they're at Sketchfest, they might know who Corolla is or whatever. You know? Yeah, true. They might know the beef. And they probably came into it already hating her. No, I'm just kidding. Anything else about the Janine part before we move on to the Matt part? <laughs> She's cute. <laughs> she is. I want to hang out with her. Like, she just seems like a fun person to just, like, hang out with. She just seems really cool. Not crazy about her love of diet pills? Oh, my God. I'm totally in love with it. I'm like, okay, I need to get a doctor because I want to go on Qsimia Toot Sweet. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Next time you see me, I'm going to be like, but she used to be chubby and now she's like super skinny. And then she eats her one big meal a day, which I can get behind that because I could really, if I didn't have to cook for the kids or anybody, I would just eat once a day and be fine. But I eat more because I'm cooking more and I just wouldn't even think about it. But I could just, I could live like that. If I could get skinny like her, I'm in. So, okay, now that you brought it up, that's an interesting thing to me because I don't think that's particularly healthy, like, especially for someone like me who does, like, physical labor at work. Like, if I just ate once, I'd be, like, starving a lot of the time. One big meal, but as much as you want. Yeah, after you work. That's what appeals to me is that she – it's like a it's like a cheat day every day. Yes. You have one meal and but you eat whatever it. you want. But – Again, I don't think that's realistic or healthy, but I did think it was an interesting idea. Well, if you think about it, I mean, I am curious, how did she lose weight then? Maybe from quitting drinking. Maybe that's part of my problem. Well, (laughs) no, I mean, but but in general, I have heard many a person say that, you know, once they stop drinking, uh, they had changes in their weight. Okay. Not that you need to change. Everyone loves Lisa. But in general. (laughs) More to love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, Qsimia, I'm on it. Mm. It's the next thing. Uh, it's uh, gonna be just, like infomercial. Yes. It's gonna be commercials like at two in the two in the morning about you know, if you tried Qsimia, you're qualified for this class action lawsuit. <laughs> that vaginal, the vaginal mesh. mesh. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, oh my god, do I have that? No, you would know if you did. I would hope so. Yeah, 
you would think. There's all kinds of stuff going on down there. I don't know what's going on anymore. Vaginal mess, am I right? (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) Thank you and good night. Oh, that will be the name of the episode. No. Uh, Okay, so she brought Matt Nathanson on. I never even really knew what he looked like. I only know him from Allison and him being on the show once. I've never really... Nothing. He just seemed like any white dude. Just kind of... I mean, I think we talked about his outfit a little bit. Like, just his whole demeanor. It wouldn't be someone I would be attracted to talking to or looking at. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's not really He just seemed like a goofy white dude to me. Yeah, but that's ladies love a goofy white dude. But then when he gets up and starts singing, I was like, holy shit, that came out of that guy? Like, I was really surprised. And as you'll hear in the clip that I played later, I I was moved to tears and that doesn't happen to me. And I was shocked. I was like, holy crap. And I was looking at Janine trying to think if she was having the same experience because she didn't know who this guy was. And he's goofy white dude. She doesn't know if he, he I'm sure she's probably thinking he's a comedian or like, I don't even know if she was prompted on who he is, except for one of Allison's friends. Like, okay, she, he's on the stage. But then I'm watching her watch him sing. And I felt like maybe I was putting my feelings onto her, but I, I felt like she was having the same like, whoa, I didn't expect that to happen right now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for somebody else to say something. You're all vaginal mess. (laughs) Was anybody else moved at all, or was it just me? And I think Megan said the same thing. And maybe Stacy, too. So before I bring everything down, I think Rachel had a similar reaction. What did you think of his performance? Oh, his singing? His songs? His music? Uh, I thought they were good. Actually, I liked it. I I think... you oh, more than liked it. You you were like feeling it. No, I thought he plays guitar and he sings, and every time somebody plays guitars and sings a song from their heart, it gets me in my heart. I feel with that person. I feel what they're feeling, and he's one of those people. But being around his fans and seeing him <laughs> on stage and stuff, you get more of a sense of who he is. So I'm not sure I'm going to become a, a Matt Nathan. I feel the same way. I feel like when he came on, he was like, oh, I had a really shitty relationship until I had kids. And I was kind of shocked that that even worked out for him. And there's still time that he (laughs) that was a cheap shot. I apologize. (laughs) And that he learned how to be empathetic from going to therapy. And I feel like if you're not born with that, that you can't. I really don't think you could learn it. Honestly, that's bordering on sociopath. And he said uh, oh, they think they said he was a recovering narcissist and that his mom or his parents said that they had three only children. And that really stuck out to me that he said that because it just his I don't know. his I don't know. His just his personality was just very strange. And he was very much about himself. And he kept touching Janine Garofalo's elbow with his hand. Ooh, I didn't notice that. That rubbed me the wrong way. You know what else I really loved about Janine is when he came on, she put her microphone down and that's kind of one of the things that Allison didn't really explain it. So people listening at home didn't probably hear or know what was going on, but she was so kind as far as she knows that she talks and that she didn't want to take over in talking. So she put her microphone down and Matt kept picking it up saying, no, you need to be a part of this. And I thought that was really nice on her part to do that. That was very thoughtful because she was like, 
I'm a, I have a big mouth, and it's going to be funny, but I don't want to take over, so I thought that was nice. I really like the three of them together, actually. You never know if, because Allison and Matt have known each other forever, and then Janine's kind of new, and you never know how people are going to get along, but they the show gelled together in a way that I didn't expect it to. Um, as far as Matt, I kind of put his music in the, in the category of things that I think are good, but that aren't really for me. I do like the way he writes songs, kind of, or at least I think he's good with lyrics. I, I'm not, like, musically qualified enough to talk about the actual guitar playing or music or anything, but uh, it sounds good on a very primal, juvenile, seventh grade level. The fact that so many girls like him makes me not trust him. Um, yes. But, I was yeah. like, how many of these girls is he, are, is he banging tonight? Mm, but, but <laughs> yeah, I do... I like him on the show. I do, from hearing him last time when he was on Allison's show, like on a regular episode, and this time, um, him talking about having, you know, having been narcissistic and having um, having had trouble giving a shit about other people, that sort of sticks with me. And I, I view him sort of through that lens, but I do also think he's good on the show. I agree. I think the three of them worked really well together, and they were really funny. And then he would get deep about certain things, you know, when they were talking about family and Janine was talking about, you know, distancing herself from her family and falling into those same roles that you played as a child and that you always played in the family, actually. And just I totally get that. Like people just expect you to always be the same person. You kind of fall back like my mom would do that when she would be around her parents. and She would become like a little girl again. I'm like, I can't be around this. This is too weird. And the way they treated her, like I hated it. And just all of that. I didn't like any of it. And then Matt was talking about, you know, having that poisonous person in, or toxic person in your family that kind of ruins everything. And that's kind of what happened in my family. It was like one person ruined it for everybody. And Trice, don't say it's me. <laughs> oh, well, we've discussed that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it was very good. Like they did have a good balance of like getting deep, being funny. And like just it was nice. It was a very yeah. good show. The show was all over the place in a good way. Like they went from talking about like like personal family stuff and then uh, the need for approval and all that kind of stuff. And then talk about being afraid you'd shit yourself if you coughed on stage or <laughs> it was it was kind of all over everywhere. And it, it worked out really well. I wish video was recorded. It looked good, too. It did. Yeah, I'm bummed about that, that they didn't do that. But it was an all around very good show. And I think the three of them on a Monday or a Thursday episode would be really fun, but I don't know how you get a hold of Janine anyway to, to do anything. So just in closing, I just want to say that I did like the three of them together. And I, I think Matt's a good guest musically because I'm a hetero man. I think I'm immune to his charm and he's Plus a mediocre RMC guitar. So, I mean, he's, I was going to say he's a very mediocre guitar player and his songwriting did not appeal to me. I thought it was kind of bad. Mm-hmm. I liked the second song better, but still I would be very pleased to never hear him sing again. I did think his voice was decent though. Yeah, I liked his voice. The guitar playing, I don't know shit about that. I didn't it was just his voice was good. It surprised me that it came out of Goofy Dude. And then I liked maybe the song's just talking to something that, that I'm feeling right now or something. I don't know what was happening. Just the right oh. amount of alcohol and emotion, I guess. But then the second song, I really wanted to get into it. But I think I already said, like, I was it, the show was going long and I had to go across town to go to the Twin Peaks. And so I'm like, OK, let's wrap this song up. But yeah, OK, I'm getting teary eyed, but blah, blah, blah. Let's go. The I like list- the second oh. song more than the first song. Definitely. Okay, List, I need yeah. to go back and listen. Listening I back I to it. Through it <laughs> the second time. While you were there, you fast forwarded. <laughs> yes. 
No, but uh, listening to it again, I definitely like the second song more than the first one. And I will say that I think it was the second song. He, like, put the capo on, like, the 12th fret. And I was like, you ever heard of a fucking bar chord? Learn how to play the guitar. That's all. Also, he had to pee really bad to that second song. Did you guys notice the, like, eye contact between him and Allison right before he went on? Like, she apologized. She was like, ooh, I'm sorry. Because she, like, introduced his second song and he really had to pee. Am I the only person that noticed? I did not notice that. That happened. Did not notice that. He had to pee through that whole second song, and right when he stopped singing, he, like, left the stage fast as he possibly could. Aha. He's where his depends up there. Anything else about the show before we talk about after the show? He should have peed. He should have been like, you know what? I'm so open with my feelings. I'm just gonna... I rock so hard, I just peed. And you know what? I accept myself. Just like he was talking about those runners. They just pee. They just go. They're performing. That's his marathon, man. (laughs) marathon man. anyway what <laughs> i'm losing it uh anything else from the show nope no no oh also I, you know right at the end of the show or during the show she mentioned that her brother and sister-in-law were in the in the audience and we all turn around and we're like yeah what? because <laughs> didn't expect that one but that was really cool and then the, so after the show we all gathered together on one of the sides of the theater and the Matt Nathanson fans were on the other side, you know, in the front. And I did hear them say like, oh, that's Allison's fans waiting for her. Kind of like, I don't know if I'm putting like a rude spin on my memory, but I yes. really felt like they said it in a condescending way. But anyway, so Allison's brother comes out and Rafi's like, oh, I really want to go meet him. And then he goes into the bathroom. He's like, should I? I was uh, just joking. I was not actually going to go to the bathroom. But when she did say, oh, my brother's here, I, of course, turned around and memorized his face. And so when he comes out of the bathroom, I walked up and I go, you're Allison's brother, right? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Raphael. And he goes, hey, I'm Nick. Uh, And then we started chatting and I was I thought about recording it for BFF, but I'm not enough of a psycho where everything has to be recorded. Like, I never take pictures at concerts. I don't, you know, do stuff like that just because I I, I try to live in the moment, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And I'm better than you. But I... (laughs) I did I did ask him like what was a good Allison story from growing up because they are a few years apart and he said that he was living in Vermont and he he came down when Allison was born and he just remembers like you'd walk her around take her by the hand and she would like dig away at like the cuticle of your finger and because it's just like a little child you you know you can't say anything or get mad so he's just wincing in pain which I thought was a pretty cute story Aww. um And then I was like, yeah, we're all, you know, big fans. And he remembered my name at the end of the conversation. And he was like, I was like, oh, yeah, I designed this shirt for her. He's like, yeah, I think I've seen that recently. And then he's like reading it. He's like, Allison. He's like, oh, you spelled it right. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) you think I I am from Denver? I designed a shirt for her. I know who her brother is. I mentioned that I've seen him in one of her YouTube videos. and. Of course I spelled her name right. But I was just like, yeah. Yeah, so I chatted with him a bit. He was super fucking nice. And I expect nothing less from Allison's family. That, yeah, that was pretty much how I spent the end of the show. And then afterwards, I, I saw Jeff and I was like, oh, hey, I didn't mean to ignore you, but I like your shirt. And then that was pretty much it. And I barely said, you know, two words to Allison. And we took a group photo, which was amazing. I think we mentioned it last week. And that was my experience. Picture turned out perfect. Her brother took the picture. He took a few of them, and I 
I think I posted the best one because it kind of cut off our waist down for, on everybody. And it was just like a really perfectly good group picture. There were two extra people in there that I don't know who they were. And one person tweeted at me when we got home and was like, oh, it was good to see your faces at the show. And I'm like, how come we didn't talk to anybody? We didn't see anybody. So the two people that were in the picture... I want to know who you people are because we should, you know, know you and stuff. Okay, so the the young woman who was in the picture, she was like kind of hanging out near Allison's brother and wife. So I thought maybe that was Allison's niece, but maybe not. I could be wrong. Oh. Um, and the guy had a eat a bag of dicks pin, so clearly he's a fan. And to be in the group picture, at first I was like, okay, we're trying to get the BFF group together. And, but then I'm like, okay, that's fine. I was, I was just already in a mood. <laughs> Well, I didn't want, like, Matt Nathanson fans in the group. Like, oh, hey, I'll get in a picture. <laughs> sure, you'll get herpes if they stand too close to you. Um, that's very true. That's not, that's another cheap shot. And frankly, it's sexist, and I don't agree with what I just said. I feel like I should have talked to Jeff more. So the first, uh, at, at PodFest last time I talked to Allison, I was like, oh, this is, I'm less nervous than I was the time before that. And then this time I also felt like, oh, I'm pretty comfortable. I can just say hi or whatever. But Jeff was like, I, I just didn't have stuff to talk to him about. I wanted to say, hey, good job. But like, I didn't know if we did a good job because we hadn't heard the show yet. So I was like, yeah, I, I, I just kind of pulled a blank. But if you're listening, Jeff, uh, good job, buddy. I'm sorry. Oh, Jeff, did you hear that? Okay. He's oh, sitting also, right next to me. Yeah, oh. Lisa's in love with you. <laughs> She keeps no, using her maiden true. name whenever whenever <laughs> you're around. So, you know. Uh, well, he knows me by my last name. That's my married name. I'm like, come on. So when they all came out, I know I knew Jeff was in the back and he was going to come out on that door. So we're kind of sitting and hanging and talking with Allison. Then I saw him come out. And I think I looked at you, Ruffin. I'm like, there he is. <laughs> I don't know who I said to. I was just like, he's here. He's coming. But he came over to say hi. And I got a picture with him. Actually, I think Demian took a picture. He took like three pictures because like two of them turned out shitty. But we got one really good picture together. And I gave Allison presents at, for her and Daniel. And I gave Jeff a present. The thing that I gave Jeff. Okay, so we talked about this last week about his packing and everything. Like he didn't even have space for toothpaste. And I gave him a ceramic cat. <laughs> huh. So I'm picturing him not any room for a tube of toothpaste. He has to carry this vintage, it's like a Black Panther, but it's it's a cat instead. And so, of course, I had to get that for him. So now he had to carry, he probably had to carry it on his lap, like, the whole way home. So I'm really embarrassed about that. I feel really bad. I think he'll manage. Let's, all right, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Freud, what would Freud say about you giving Jeff a cat? Giving him a gift of a cat? She thinks Jeff is gay. <laughs> <laughs> It's the opposite of where I was going, but I like your thinking. I don't read books. <laughs> Everything second, just means somebody's I, gay. For a second, I thought, well, uh, yeah, I, so anyways, I felt really bad about that and embarrassed. And after hearing the show, I'm like, oh man, like, ugh. but he did DM me about it. So uh, we'll talk about that when we talk about Sunday. So anyway, <laughs> anything else? I, then I had to like leave. I had to go and get on. Get oh, an yeah. Uber. 
I went to Twin Peaks thing. It was super cool. I was super late, but luckily the line was still there, but it was very small. So I just like got in. I was like second to last. I got to meet a whole bunch of people that I haven't met before. That was really neat. And I was kind of all like in a weird mood after seeing them. Like it kind of puts me in like a weird and I'm supposed to go see the music afterwards and I just skipped it. I'm like, I'm just going to go back. I need to be drunk and something to like be going to see their music. And I just wanted to go back. Also, just to backtrack a little bit, this was the time that apparently San Francisco was putting their Christmas trees out on the street. So there were Christmas trees all over the city on the sidewalks. Am I right? Yeah, I saw them the whole, everywhere we went, like no matter where you were, there was fucking trees everywhere. And I I joked that this is what they meant by the war on Christmas. (laughs) It's a little late in in January. They're just now picking up people's trees. I thought that was kind of strange. On the way home from the Twin Peaks thing, I'm heading back to our Airbnb. You guys have gone out to dinner and I'm driving back and I see one of these one of these Christmas trees is on fire. Like nobody's around and just a Christmas tree on fire on the sidewalk. I'm like, that's kind of appropriate right now. That was interesting. Anyway, got back. So you guys went out to dinner. I feel like I missed a whole segment of time by missing out on this dinner. So who went to this dinner? It was me, Megan, Demian, Stacy, and at the end, Trace showed up. Of course, Rachel was with me as always. Um, I don't think you missed much. Oh, okay. Trace, did you go to another show or something? On Saturday it was, was the tribute to Paul F. Tompkins, uh, which I went to with Rachel. It was okay. I, I was expecting more jokey jokes. There were some impromptu musical numbers, which is very interesting. But yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, it was okay. I love John Hodgman, and he was there, and I think he was the funniest person, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was expecting something more straightforward comedy, but it was like a retrospective and other comedians saying thanks and telling stories and stuff. So yeah, it was uh, it was it was fun. Sounds uh, amazing. Yep. Anything else on Saturday before we go to Sunday? Oh, so when you went to Chinatown, you bought us sea monkeys, which uh, I think that you got them from Chinatown, or unless no, you travel I with sea monkeys. Packed them. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? <laughs> yes, I got okay, I forgot to mention that. I did get everyone's sea monkeys and the big glasses. Well, at least the people that were in our house, I got them sea monkeys also. I really was like thinking everyone could get them signed, but there was like no time. No one's carrying around fucking sea monkeys everywhere. Just me and my luggage apparently. And I brought magic sand for Allison and Jeff to sign for me. Now, I may have forgotten because I'm forgetful. I don't know what sea monkeys have to do with anything, but I will say that we uh, recently... Hi. We <laughs> <laughs> set up sea monkeys, and just today we noticed we got two swimmers. Oh, yay. Yeah. What are you going to name them? Allison and... No, I don't know. Daniel. <laughs> Big Al. I was um... thinking uh, more like whatever the Menendez brothers' names are. Ooh. Ooh, Lyle and Eric. Eric, and you Lyle. would know. I know. <laughs> I visited. The... No, I'm just kidding. During the same episode that they talked about magic sand, about Allison bringing that as a gift and it being um, a party favor, I think they also talked about sea monkeys on that same episode. Okay. Okay. Well, we now officially have some living, breathing sea monkeys. Oh, the Allison family has grown. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the our Sunday experiences. So we all went to brunch and I ordered a bottle of Prosecco for myself. And then I decided we needed to have a pitcher of mimosas and you guys also shared some mimosas. So we were lubricated to say the least. 
we ordered a picture amongst ourselves as well. Right. Don't feel like you were alone in this. Yeah, but Raphael kept saying, I'm trying to keep up with you. I'm like, mimosas well, are my thing. Like, if they're in ordered- front of me, I will drink them all day long. So we were just trying to keep up with you in the sense, whatever you drink, we would, we would drink. <laughs> but then I also ordered a picture of mimosas. <laughs> Yeah, but let me all We were all that. splitting everything, so... True, 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 uh, true. And then, so, I don't know if you wanted to talk more about brunch, but so afterwards, we went to see Allison at Schmanners, and I mentioned uh, earlier that this would come back around. I started nodding off towards the end. Allison had very little to say or do on this show. I think it was kind of poorly executed. I, I don't listen to the show. I'm not a fan of the Skull, or wait, whatever their... The McElroys, whatever their name is, but... I started nodding off because if I sit down, kind of like I told I told Allison, like Allie Ward, if I sit down for half an hour, I'm going to start falling asleep. And you add, you know, a couple of pictures of mimosas that I oh, you know, yeah. try to drink the majority of. It's going to make it worse. So Allison, unfortunately, because they raised the lights for questions at the end of Schmanners, she noticed this. <laughs> she mentioned it. And I told her it's. It was alcohol-related and sitting down for too long-related. Nothing to do with her, but I thought it was kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was definitely buzzed by then, and I was definitely not feeling the show. And I was obviously just there to support Allison. I didn't have any ill will toward anybody in the audience at this show, but uh, it definitely wouldn't be one of my shows I would listen to. It was kind of like, um, yeah, I'm good. But, uh, yeah. More Allison is what all we needed. And we got to talk with her afterwards, so that was nice. Yeah, we got to hang out with Allison like three times, well, two times for some of us. But like three times that, that weekend, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, I, I liked Manners. It was only like their second ever live show, I guess. So it, it definitely felt like it wasn't, like Allison wasn't integrated into the show as a guest. Like there was definitely, definitely not enough Allison. Uh, so that wasn't great, but it was it was an interesting show in theory i guess i would i would be interested to see where it goes or how it develops also they have young fans there were like literally like some 13 year olds in front of me and there's a bunch of like no no um (laughs) but there was like a bunch of teenagers around too and people in their like early 20s so it was uh it was interesting to see how different shows attracted different crowds depending on what show you went to well i wasn't napping but i feel like i was too buzz to really notice any of that uh, i just hope i wasn't too stupid talking to allison i was just like hi again hello again oh your boyfriend jordan morris uh after jordan jesse go he sort of acknowledged us as allison fans he was like hey you know best fans ever or whatever because i guess that's what allison had said and he sort of he's like oh i know you guys are just here for allison how's it going so it was, uh, it was nice. She's, she's speaking highly of us, I guess. I agree. It was very nice. It was nice that we got to see her all three days. That was kind of perfect. So afterwards, we kind of just did a little little bit of touristy stuff. We went to Buena Vista to have their, their famous Irish coffees that Rafi's like, yeah, it'd be better if it was just coffee. <laughs> yeah, it was very boozy for me. I don't drink straight whiskey or scotch like some people on a weekly basis, but... <clears throat> um, but yeah, it was the thing that I keep thinking about is how I've never walked into a place and like 99% of people all had the same thing in front of them. It was kind of like a cult. Um, totally. So that, 
that's the thing that was funny to me. Like it was it was weirder to see someone who wasn't drinking that. Right. It's like, do you just live around here and just decided to come in the super crowded restaurant to order like something else? Because the last time I had been there, I told you it was nighttime and it was much more crazy. I remember literally getting past like a coffee overheads to like in standing room only, like just okay, we're going to have our coffee. Better be worth it. It's just one of those things. I feel like most touristy stuff, it's like you do it and you're like, I don't know what the big deal is, but you're there and you're doing it. And I feel like being in that part of San Francisco was much better than where we were staying as far as feeling more like San Francisco. Like the heat, the streets were hilly. You could see, it was just, it just felt more like San Francisco over there. And, and doing that kind of stuff, it's cheesy, but you know, now you can say you've done it. You can take some other unknowing citizen in there to get coffee when you're visiting. Yep. Yep. So, and then it was also like going to In-N-Out where it's like, people were taking pictures. I'm like, why is this an event? It's In-N-Out. It's so crazy. I was just blowing me away. And then like eating In-N-Out and I like spilled all over my jacket. <laughs> I'm like, I am such a fucking rube. Like I can't go anywhere. You blended um, in perfectly. I feel the same way about In-N-Out. I think I was probably the one who suggested it. But it's like, because we don't have it here yet, it's something that whenever I see one, I'm like, I might as well because I don't get to do it often. And then every time I go, I'm like, yeah, this is mediocre. Uh, And if you disagree, hit me up on Twitter. I will tell you how wrong you are. Also, when you're there and Lisa accidentally spills on herself. Oh, yeah. I think I just went like... What, wait, what did he I was, say? He was like, what's that movie that Andrew was in? Oh, I can't remember now. Billy Madison? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Billy Madison, when they're on the field trip and the little boy pees his pants, he's like, oh, I think I had an accident. He's like, go! That was like the reaction of Raphael and my fucking spillage in the village. Uh, I don't think it was exactly that, but it was something similar. I was probably like, whoa, or oh, <laughs> yo, whoa, something. But yeah, you, should we get you a bib? Uh, there's a reason why there's a wrapper on the burger. Why? Amateur hour, I took it off. I see. Usually when I eat in and out honestly, I will take the wrapper off and I eat it over my fries so I can just, like, <laughs> have my own animal-style fries. That's really gross. Yeah, so we did all that. Then we were, like, trying to find... We're trying to find something else to do. So I think, Ruffy, you, you consulted your Brittany scrolls of, like, where we can go. And it was, like, Tiki Bar. All right, we locked out on this one because it was closed. And then we found the Tonga Room, which was, like... I had lost my buzz by the time we got there. But then... And I was kind of, like... <laughs> I think I even mentioned it then. I'm, like, I'm afraid that I wasn't going to get drunk again. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be able to. Because <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't work. It doesn't doesn't, doesn't happen. So we ordered, like... Uh, <laughs> question... You're afraid that you won't get drunk again, like, ever in life? Like, no! you've reached your limit? I meant, like, that night. Uh... Like, I was afraid that once I lost my buzz, I wasn't going to be able to get it back again. Because sometimes you can't get it back. But luckily, we ordered those two giant punch bowls full of mediocre drinks. But the place was awesome. thought it was really cool. And we met some people there. Like, I had gotten buzzed so much that we decided to go dance. Which is not a thing that I do ever. And I left all of my stuff with these strangers, like my purse, my phone, like everything. I'm like, oh, we just met you. You guys are cool. We're going to go dance. It seemed like a good idea at the time. It didn't backfire on us, but we were all out there dancing. I was really surprised it happened. Yeah. Shout out to Brittany for the suggestions. That was the only one that, unfortunately, that was the only one that worked out for us. But it did work out because up until then, I was like, man, I'm really letting Lisa down on her birthday weekend right before, right before the night 
the night right before her birthday. And then it, I think we had a lot of fun there. We were, we were dancing it up. Band was playing just a bunch of covers. And I have never danced so uninhibitedly as that night. So I was in rare form. Like, I didn't even it, care that I was dancing in front of you. I was like, I don't even care. I'm just, I don't even think, I, whatever. It was, it was a lot of fun. And it, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just thinking about the one older couple who was like straight up ballroom dancing yes. for like six hours. <laughs> Like it was a contest from the 50s and they were trying to win a car or something. Or like, what band are they listening to? Because it doesn't really go with where where we're at here. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was very fun. I'm not a dancer either. Not by profession, at least. Uh, But it was it was it was nice. It was like you said, it was it was the not caring which was very fun. Yeah, and I think that was what I was worried about. Like, I didn't want to just be a bump on a log and be like, I'm not going to be buzzed again. I'm just going to be sitting here feeling all of whatever. And like, then I'm up dancing. It was it was great. It was really, really fun. Also, and- thing about the Tiki, but I feel like it was equally cool and lame. Almost it was like, okay, it's fucking Tiki Bar with these, these old people hanging out or people going out for a good night at the Tiki Bar and listen to this, this band play old songs, most of most of which I don't know or don't like. But it was, I don't know why it was so fun. Maybe it was just hanging out with you guys, but it was it was a really good time. We'll take all the credit. Another thing, well, I I mean, I liked the music enough. There was like a couple songs I didn't know, but for the most part, it's just covers. And who, who can get upset with, you know, a bunch of hits in a row? But the thing that I thought was weird is it's in the basement of a, like a very kind of medium upscale hotel. And it was so incongruous to go down a couple of flights and see a tiki bar there. So that was the thing that I thought was so cool about it. It was cool um, but, and yeah. weird. It was just like, this isn't the right place. Like, we're just going to find some other stuffy bar in here. Like, there's no way there's a, a tiki bar in here. It really didn't make sense, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, the the high-low was kind of cool. The fact that it was like this kind of nice-looking hotel, and then it was a tiki bar underneath was interesting. Was. I thought we were going to hang out at the hotel bar and, like, pretend to be fancy also. <laughs> in our hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> I was all for it. I was like, oh, well, whatever. People just rolling it off the street. So as we were leaving, I happened to check my Twitter and I saw that I got a DM from Colonel Jeff Fox. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was freaking out. And he just thanked me for the cat and he said that was nice or whatever. So then I respond and my response was so stupid. And I showed Raphael and he's like, he's like, let me see it. I need to see what you wrote back. So I showed him. He's like, oh, oh. You shouldn't have written that. Do you remember uh, I, this, Raffi? I remember looking at it, but I don't remember what you said, and I don't remember what I said. I think, first of all, I was like, oh, I'm glad it made it home safe and sound or something like that. And this is before I knew about his whole packing thing. I didn't realize. He was just, like, saying thank you for it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I said it was great to see you, and I said... Yes. <laughs> This is why I should not be on Twitter when I've had two punch bowls of, of drinks. Shared. Shared. I said even just for a moment. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and then I said something else kind of like light. So I sent it and then I showed Raffi and he was like, I was like, oh yeah, it was fine. Like, it's fine. And he, you saw it and you're like, ooh, for a moment. Uh-oh. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what do we do here? What What's happening there? Oh, crap. And then he said, yeah, we made it home. He responded again. And I saw that the next day that he responded like, yeah, we made it home. Everything's great. And I just said, super. (laughs) 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 With a thumbs up. So it was like totally opposite of just for a moment. (laughs) Uh, With 
with respect to your uh, your questionable interactions with Jeff, I think you know you beat yourself up about it, but I think he thinks it's cool that he has people like him and that people listen to Allison's show and also when I'd say hi and hang, and hang out with him too. So I, I think Jeff takes this all the right way, probably. I think so. I, that's where I'm hoping. <laughs> uh, I'm an idiot. I'm, yeah. So we decided to all head back and try and find some... Didn't we get home first and then we went to go get alcohol or something? I don't know. I, I know my oh, timeline, probably. probably. Yeah. Uh, so there... Oh, boy. So what happened? We... We ended up, oh, God, there's so much that happened. I, know. I think we're going to write it up. So there was like a, a, a fucking onesie bar crawl going on yes. um, where everyone was in fucking pajamas, like animal foot, footy pajamas, basically. But, but like, we we're all adults. We stumbled upon a furry convention. Like, we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. But it, there were like dozens and dozens and dozens. It was a huge thing. It was people were into it. People were, were having a night out. Yeah. So that was going on. And we went out to to find a liquor store and get some some booze and Megan met her future wife a lot happened. yes and I'm like all I want is some water because I forgot to drink water all weekend and something to eat so we go to the beer store first and then we go across the street to the liquor store and get water and snacks and that's where she first saved her damsel in distress because the the six foot three lady left her credit card and Megan was on it and saved the day and like ran out and found her to get her her credit card back so then we get back to the plate to our airbnb and we decided we were going to go to the game room because they had this really cool game room with like pool table and what else <laughs> there was a foosball table <laughs> and you. some tvs and stuff yeah some tvs and they're like oh we're going to be closing up like in 15 minutes like oh no big deal and i forgot like why you guys didn't come in there you went back to the room for something right oh boy well yeah. the door did, didn't want to open when you put the key in it <laughs> um so we were messing with the goddamn door for like an hour trying to get it to open <laughs> Uh, so Rachel so that and I was... were just sitting there in the game room like, well, they're going to be closing it up soon. I think we, um, I guess the guys haven't gotten into our room yet. I guess we should probably just go up and see what's going on. By the way, I've not posted pictures of this yet. I did take some footage. I'm going to have to get those for approval first. I'm not going <laughs> to sign off on any of those. Yeah, so we get up there and you're trying to break into the room, take dissecting the doorknob, trying to call the guy that's the host like or whatever. And it's just like... Apparently, we're just going to be stuck in the hallway now, just trying to get into our room. I magically jiggled it and opened it, but I know I had nothing to do with that. Well, it kind of did, because we were like fools. We were trying to open a door by putting a key in the lock and then turning the key. I think you just, like, shaking the actual doorknob probably popped something loose. I'll take I'll take that credit. Okay. So then we just kind of got all this beer. I didn't drink any of my beer. I was like, just, I need a pound of water. Uh, all I need is water and a sleeping pill and I'm good to go. And we had a fridge full of beer and I think Tri said you end up having to take it all home. Yep. And they're still in my fridge. I got like seven beers. I might <laughs> put them on next door or something. Yep. I, by the way, that whole weekend I drank fully like 300% more than I intended to drink that weekend, but <laughs> like it was I fun. Said, yeah. Like I said, I've dried out since then i had one more drink on monday for my birthday and then i'm like all right i'm just gonna drink a little bit on the weekends like i am yeah 
I need to take a little break. That that was my my kidney was hurting. Megan and I recorded a little bit in the kitchen while we were all kind of I don't know, we were in a haze of like boozy and haven't been locked out and it was kind of chilly outside. It was just like everything mixed up. We were tired, everything. And so we recorded something and I'll put that here. We are here live at the flop house. I just real world. I just saw Lisa spit something in the garbage. It was disgusting. It was the moment where I was like, we are close friends now. We're doing a Snapchat. Snapchat. Tell me what you spat in the garbage. Well, I thought it was a potato cracker, which it is. I didn't realize it's... Hold on. Yeah, it's brown sugar and ginger cracker. It's fucking disgusting. That tastes fine. I had to spit it out. Snapchat. Whoever sent... Who who sent in the... Ah, fuck it. Oh, fuck. Oh, we're fine. Can you buy them in? Yeah, they're not bad, right? Yes, scallion flavor crackers. These are sweet. Brown sugar and ginger. Please, you must have said brown sugar and ginger crackers. Don't confuse our mouths. Delicious? They're confused. It is a mouth confusion. To be fair, I did have a cup of noodles just now that was delicious, so it really counteracted that. At least I know what the scallion cracker is. Also, I didn't realize it was brown sugar and ginger before I ate it. I thought it was potato flavor. <laughs> this is the first recording after Allison's live show. Lisa, give me your thoughts. It was a great show. Janine was super cool. She was, I was apprehensive about how she was going to be with Allison. If she was going to be, I don't know. Anyways, it made me like her a lot more. And I think it was an awesome show. Take your sleeping pill, my dear. You just took one. You just took one. That's not going to do the job. I believe it or not, I'm a lightweight when it comes to these Okay. Things. It's not like we're drinking and taking sleeping pills here. I have a vat of water and I have a sleeping pill. What did you think of Matt Nathanson and his new back? Okay, this is very good. I don't know if you can see, but I have a little bit of makeup here. I actually got really emotional when he was singing. I teared up on his first song. I did too. I was like, holy shit. You're very heartfelt. Speaking to me right now, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm just the right amount of drunk, but I thought I'm going to cry right now. And I don't cry. Okay, that was me as well. And I was kind of trying, as I was feeling that way, I was trying to hide behind the person in front of me because I'm like, I, I don't want... I think for the second song, Allison had the the house lights were up. You could see the audience because they took questions and they didn't bring the lights back down. And I was like, I can't cry and let Allison see me right now. <laughs> She's going to think it's, it's for her. <laughs> so I, I almost... I definitely teared up for the first song and I almost teared up for the second time. I almost did too, but I was watching the clock because I had to make it to another show that was across town. So I was looking at my, I was kind of out of it, out of the moment, but I was still like listening and really enjoying it. And he's such a goofy looking, kind of a goofy guy. And for that voice and those words to come out, I was like, I want to win that, really. Well, it's weird because he has a wife, wife that he's been with for like 17 years. Yeah. And maybe that's why he, you would mention, and you can cut this out, editor, if you feel like it, whoever it is, either you two, cut this out. But you had mentioned, I think, that Allison mentioned cheating, right? For, in the first interview? And he, he got a little bit whatever about it, uncomfortable about it. And if I listened to that song now, I would be like, how are you with someone 17 years and that be an, an emotion you're in touch with right now? Yes, yes. And for him to be like, oh, our relationship was pretty much shit for like 10 years until I had a kid, which is usually not the way it works. And I wanted to ask him how his wife feels about him seeing those kinds of songs because it really seems like, oh, not vulnerable, what's the word, a little open? I don't know. It feels emotionally cheating. Yeah. Like if I was, if, Mike was singing songs about yes. unrequited love after 17 years of your relationship. You've been like, oh, um, 
about. And then afterwards, he said that he was inspired by relationships that had gone mm-hmm. by that he didn't pursue or old right. relationships. But after 17 years, I've never been married, but if you don't don't solve the don't just toss the oh, yeah. off of the wayside after yeah. you know five, ten, fifteen years. Oh, yeah, immediately it was like hey. Everyone yeah. else is just like, whatever. Yeah. And so it's kind of just came with <laughs> Okay, and then these bras. Don't cut this out. Nathanson bras. You know, I gotta, I'm gonna get my hair. Well, maybe I shouldn't touch this. <laughs> You're the editor. Well, here's what, here's what, here's what I didn't care for. Matt Nathanson said, let's give a round of applause and thank you to Allison for having me on the show. We all cheered. The people that were there for him did not. They didn't even clap. Yeah. The people in front of us. And That's like, what you observed? A couple of rows in front of us, they just were like sitting there, not doing anything. What is that? So let's round of applause for Allison, and we're like, well, of course, because we're like oh, crazy. And then they did nothing. What did that mean to you? Well, they're, they're there for him, and they didn't even want to show support to the person that brought him there. Yeah. Things are, hey. Insert a job here, editor. Hey, 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 go cut yourself. I was going to, like, find him and do something in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, well, so I have the audio of this, and I don't know if you're going to play it or not, but I tried to, like, I'm like, I had a fantasy about how these interviews before the show would work, where I went in line, and I was like, hey, Allison fans, and it's three and a half minutes of me embarrassing myself, and people being like, mm, who are you? No, I don't like this. As soon as we sat down in this in our seat, the girls in front of us were like, "So what's the problem?" <gasps> and I felt, I felt right. And Jenna would say, "Offense." Yes, I almost, I almost was an asshole to her, and I, I almost said, "The show that you're at, that." Right. You know, don't you know what you're here for? Yeah. But then I thought I had to take it down because I realized not everyone's Right. Well, for... for I was nicer in Houston. We, for, we had an exchange. For people who weren't there for Allison, that's a marketing opportunity for Allison. So that would be like going to Jordan Jesse Go and being an Allison fan right. and being like having Jordan Jesse Go fans being like, you don't know the fart squash? Okay. And you'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> Already? That's not true. It is. That's not true. Okay, I'm a liar. Wow. You're a liar. <laughs> no, maybe. This, it, it hits me about 45 minutes into it. I'm sure you get a little, like, hazing. Okay. A little heavy. My, my eyes need you're to see them because they're getting a little. You're a lucky one. I wish they hit sooner. But anywho, yeah, it's like you're you going to do them. Is that the right thing? Mm-hmm. No, I think oh, you're fucking crackers. Oh, stop eating the crackers. I Yes, that is true. Did you say black stuff about the pe- about the clapper about the clapper? <laughs> you have the clap. Um, no, he called me a cracker. You heard it here yeah. again. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. What's the race? Of- anywho. No, you never mind. You'll yeah. get it on the rewind. She may not. So the Jordan Jesse go, yes. you just got to be grateful for whoever's in the audience and cringe a little bit because they are they need to be deserved of her presence because she's a fucking bomb. You hear that? <laughs> but then when we were all talking to Allison, we were all waiting for Allison. I was waiting for Jeff and Allison over there. And then the Matt Nathanson girls were over there. They're like, oh, they're over there waiting for Allison. They said it sounded like all weird. I'm like, what's going on here? I don't like this. You pay attention to what people say. I don't hear any of that shit. Really you should have heard me last night at the restaurant mm. fucking chair bumper. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? But anyhow, 
Did you want to talk to them? Yourself. There is more where that came from. I'm serious. I'm gonna get a wider here. No. <laughs> well, for some reason, Lisa's declined to to extend the interview. So, what are you gonna do? Anybody else have thoughts, Rafi? I don't want to bring my. <laughs> Nobody. All right. Well, I'm just gonna. All right. I've made less friends in the past minute. Due to my gas. But you know what? This is the real world. This is the real world. This is the real world slap house. <laughs> Tune in next time. Next next episode. And the closing on that was it was Megan farting into her phone. I think that's a good place to end it before we talk about. Do you want to talk about JMOs really quick? Anybody? I was going to say you could hear it on the Monday episode, um, pretty much everything that happened. Uh, This was an old JMO that I think I sent in, or maybe not. I don't remember. But this was an old JMO that I've had stored for many years. Uh, I finally brought it out again, and we ended up doing the wave. And you can hear on the recording Lisa saying, do it, Rafi, or something (laughs) like that. So, yeah, but that's all I had to say about it. I had to say, when she says she's going to do JMOs, I always get a tiny bit of, oh, my ears perk up and I get a little tiny bit nervous when I'm at home listening because I think, oh, hopefully I don't get my something ripped apart, you know, because it's a stupid JMO or whatever. But in person, I was like, oh, my God, what did I just sign up for? Because, like, I was so fucking nervous. I don't know if you got, did you get that the nerves? Because you were the first one read. no. Especially um, like, it was a performance-related JMO. Uh, like I mentioned before, like now interacting with her or the show, it's like old news to me. So I was perfectly fine. It was. Now, how do you feel about starting the wave? This was not a good situation. And you hear Matt saying, yeah, that was a mess or something like that. <laughs> um, this is not what I want to do. This is this was not a sporting event, one, which is part of my JMO. And then two, like, you can't say, oh, let's all do it. That's not how it goes. Like, you got to be the one drunk guy who's like, let's go, Yankees. <laughs> and then you have to be annoying for, you know, half an hour until, you know, other people, like, join in or whatever. That's why I don't do it, because it mm-hmm. it's not going to go well. well what did you I think? think- you did a good job and I think it was fun. It brought an energy to the group that I thought was cool. You're right. It's not your typical, like, I don't know how the wave starts and I am not opposed to it. So when someone does start it and the many sporting events that I attend, I enjoy it. Also, I was seated like in the middle section, True. kind of like to the left. Uh, Very so, middle. So that's not where you start a wave. This plan was bad from the start. That is why it was a mess, because you started it. Nobody knows which direction it's supposed to go. So then I think they kind of orchestrated it, the second one, to say, like, okay, let's start over here and go. And it kind of, it was better and it was fun. And I think everybody enjoyed it. My JMO was the side, the drive-through one. And I felt like Matt Nathanson just, like, totally 
perfectly illustrated exactly why I put my mirror down when I order. I really like this JMO because it's, as someone who's very critical of JMOs, this one was one that I thought was funny and I thought it was like in the spirit of JMOs. Like it's not something that I've ever thought about, but for sure, like once I heard it, I was like, oh man, I probably do have a stupid <laughs> face. <laughs> Even if I know my order, you still have like a uh, face, you know, when you're just listening or whatever. I don't know. I've witnessed it enough times where I'm like, oof, that is not a good look on anybody. <laughs> well, it's like the, the restaurant JMO where like, you know what you want to order, but then when someone asks you, you're like, ah, uh, uh, and you have to look at the menu again. It's sort of the, uh, the drive through yes. version of that. That is true. And then they always hit you with the like, you know what you want. They're like, hey, do you want to try this other thing? You're like, uh, first of all, I have to listen to see if it's the thing I want. No, I don't. And now I have to remember what it was. And it's just like, it's no. I will say no, even if the thing they offer does sound good. I'm like, no, I've already, no. Internally, I'm like, I'm not going to be sold on your fucking stupid jalapeno <laughs> burger, even if I want the burger. Okay, so maybe this is a JMO that I should send in because I always get excited when it is the thing that I'm going to order. I'm like, in fact, I do. Because <laughs> it's so rare. Usually I'm like, no, I don't want to be sold on your bullshit. I don't want that new thing. Blah, blah, blah. I already know what I want. But when it is the thing that I want, I do get excited about it. I probably shouldn't send any more drive-through JMOs in, though, because I don't want that to be my thing. Lisa, you know what you should do is start an Instagram account where you take pictures of people's oh ordering face. And you'll get a book deal in no time. Oh my God, fucking doing that. You know what's funny? I actually thought about taking pictures the other day of it, but not for anything except for maybe to post one good one on Twitter. Just, you know, hey, here's an example. That's a brilliant idea. What should it be called? O-Face? That's probably already taken. <laughs> Order face. Order face. That's perfect. That's not going to be taken. Oh my God, that's the best idea I've ever heard. I also, need... the fact that you approve of the JMO means a lot. If you sell this as a book, uh, I'm getting at least 10%. I will cut out the part where you're suggesting it. <laughs> <laughs> you're all, remember I was going to edit? Yeah, right. Now that we're going two hours, you're like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I feel like Kramer, you stole my idea. <laughs> yeah i will anyhow you know i'll give you some write-up in the beginning or whatever i'll take unlimited cafe lattes <laughs> oh that's so good all right that's a good place to end it now that we're running on much time but it was much needed i feel like it was a giant weekend that we needed to talk about and i hope that everyone out there wanted to hear all this because i would if i wasn't there and i heard you know hearing the behind the scenes part is uh, a huge part of it and i think we're lucky enough to see it in person but hearing it back you do miss a lot of things that you you know didn't get when by viewing it so i hope you enjoyed it support allison on patreon and the newest episode of space cave with the second part of colonel jeff fox is on and uh, it's kind of awesome i find out that he has a sister i didn't realize i don't know much about his family yet so Ooh. The, any little snippet I can take and yeah. put in my little well, Jeff puzzle. You'll meet them at the wedding. It's fine. <laughs> at the wedding before. Come on. He's going to take me back home. Oh, okay. If you want to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bfancast. Follow me at gmos and bffs. Trice, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at TSDCX. I tweet dumb political stuff, by which I mean accurate political stuff, but too much of it. Don't worry about it. You don't have to follow me. I have a brief list of things that I will not be talking about. The soda squirt came up during uh, our weekend. Um, I crashed <laughs> I crashed into someone with my car. No big deal. It's fine. And I don't approve of these nicknames. Okay, go ahead. All right, T-Dizzle. Listen, 
the next time you're on, you need to tell us more about, I know I cut it off at Sunday and there was still more to happen on Monday because you guys stayed there and there was more. But Lil Rafi, where can we find you? At RMC Guitars on Twitter. I'm sorry, Lil Rafe. <laughs> Rachel, where can we find you? I'm going to promote my Instagram, which is Rachel PH. It's at Instagram. Order Face. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start posting pictures from San Francisco on there because I don't want to do it while I'm on vacation. And then if I don't do it now, I'm probably never going to do it. I'll try. So if you want to see pictures, follow me on Instagram, Rachel Peach. I just saw a couple of pictures that you posted and they were really cool. I forgot that people haven't yeah. posted pictures yet, so I'm excited to see them. Good. And Brittany, you were missed on the trip, but you were definitely there in spirit, especially at the Tonga Room. I love you. Thank you and good night. Ladies love a goofy white dude. Thank you.